The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Valentine's Day, everybody. Oh, I think at, at 83, you start to lose a little bit. Mm, I got to watch that. <laughs> hey, you guys. We Happy have a, Valentine's Day, everyone. We have a very fun show for you guys today. We have Rosalind Kine coming on the show, um, singer, actress. Um, she should be a lot of fun. And then we have uh, uh, Lucky Harmon coming on. And he's been somebody who I've been friends with in social media for many years, but we've never actually mm. met. So we'll see how it goes. But he's a Grammy-nominated uh, singer and he's an actor who's been in a lot of great films, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, we got a few people starting to show up in the chat room. Let's say hi to the chat room. Hey, they said they love the balloons. Well, that was my little. My daughter Deirdre is so involved with ho every holiday. We get balloons, and she bought all those um, balloons for us. We were supposed to have a Valentine's dinner tonight with the family, but Jimmy and I are going to my dear friend Stan Zimmerman's book signing. So we've postponed our Valentine's dinner till Friday night. We do that. We're corny. We're a corny family. What can I tell you? Absolutely, but it'll be fun. Yeah. So, yes, we're going to go see Stan Zimmerman tonight. Yeah, Stan Zimmerman has written a fabulous book uh, about, because he wrote for the Golden Girls, you know, and he wrote about what it was like writing for the Golden Girls, and he talks all about the Golden Girls. So it's a book I would strongly suggest that you buy. And also the other book that I'm crazy about is uh, Julianne Schlossberg's book. Well, what is the title? Forgive me. I forgot. Oh, I forgot the title. Shit. But anyway, it's, uh, I love Julianne. And the book is fabulous because it's like my life story. Instead of being in the Bronx, I'm from Brooklyn. And my guest today is from Brooklyn. And I cannot wait to talk to her. Because she has to know what a mellow roll is, okay? And and what else? And 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 the Charlerous and the Lois Theater in Flatbush. So it's gonna be a wonderful a memory lane interview with the fabulous, terrific uh Rosy. Rosala, Rosala, I have to call her. She's my Rosala. Oh, so, B. Claudia says it's called Try Not to Hold It Against Me. Try Not to Hold It Against <laughs> Me by Julian Schlossberg, my dear friend. It's a wonderful trip from 1942 to today. Uh, I love Brooklyn. I love my past. I love talking about it. And I love going back to Brooklyn because it's got the best bagels. 
and Bialis. You can't get Bialis in California. They didn't even know what it I went to a store with that. I said, yeah, Bialis. He said, don't talk dirty. They didn't even know what it was. No, like, they said, when don't, I went to the, the deli, guy said, don't talk dirty. I got him I got him fresh bagels at the deli yesterday, but they didn't know what it was. They think that Bialis is another word for balls, a man's balls. <laughs> Bialis. I mean, really, in California is absolutely nothing like New York. And I'm going to talk to Rosala about it. Um, anyway, you guys. So, Where is she? She's so, so no, beautiful. no, it's not supposed to be here yet. She's not supposed to be here. You know, she's such a beautiful girl. Oh, woman. No, girl, because are you going to direct me and correct no, but now me? Now we get in trouble no, when you call older no, people. No, no, girls. no. I'm talking about girl because I was segueing segueing into videos of her as a girl performing and growing into the woman she, she is today. today. But of course you gotta be big mouth. Well I saw her and you gotta right away jump the gun because you think who you are. I saw her as a teenager. I saw her as a teenager on the Ed Sullivan show and she was super cute. Take a walk. What are you so know? it was fun. What do you um, know? Yes, yeah, so I'll send Stan love you guys. Don't worry. We'll send, we'll say Stan what? we'll let Stan know all you guys said hello. Um, Stan Zimmerman. Yes. Best guy in the world. Love him. I'm friends with him over, what, 30 years, 25 years? And he's never screwed us over. He's a great guy. He is just, he's a, he's a mensch, if you know what mensch means. If not, look it up in a, a Yiddish uh, <laughs> actually, dictionary. Actually, they're saying they like my red shirt. And you guys, this is actually a pink shirt, but the color <laughs> on here shows up red, right. which makes me happy because I didn't have a red right. shirt. It matches, his, it matches his lipstick and eyeshadow. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, so we want to thank everybody who's been uh, tuning into the show. Wait, uh, what did you get me for Valentine's Day, husband? You'll see later. Oh, I'm not going to see till Friday now. I'm not going to see it till Friday? Yeah. Does it sparkle? No. Doesn't sparkle? No. Not interested. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, you guys, um, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. You guys, we're number 18 on iTunes in the United States. We have also uh, are in the top 100 in Great Britain. Actually, we're number eight in Great Britain. Um Germany, France, Spain, India, Colombia, Indonesia, Algeria, and for the first time ever, we charted in Canada, number 57, I think, in Canada. So it's pretty cool to be charting in 10 countries at the same time um, with our show. Which is bigger than big. I mean, you know what makes our no, show they want so... Us to smile together, too. Okay, I'm with the smile. Wait, let she me fix pictures. my shirt. I never should have wore this shirt. Too much cleavage. There we go. Let's see. Hang on. Oh. My hair's all wild because I'm going bald. <laughs> all right, you guys. So take hopefully one she of those got shots. it. I look like crap in all of them anyway. That's funny. So take one of those No, shots. you never look like crap. I really couldn't care less. I'll be 84 soon. Do I give a crap? I'm lucky I'm breathing. I'm happy I'm breathing. You know, I had good looks all my life. You can't push it. You got to get ugly and old at some point. No, you never get old. No, I'll never get old. And you never get ugly. Well, not as long as there's a doctor around with a good knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you guys, he hasn't been under the knife. <laughs> no, but I'd like to get a facelift because, you know, I think there comes a time. If you're in show business, listen, Jane Russell, my best friend, my buddy, my love bug, was gray-haired. And if you saw the interview I did with her on my show, Set the Record Straight, I said, Jane, nobody wants to see you with gray hair. Because you don't look like Jane Russell. You look like Jane Russell's grandmother. You have to dye your hair. So Jane listened, and she dyed her hair. And the minute she dyed her hair, 
I mean, she's had work done on her face. She had threads and stuff. That didn't show with the gray hair, but with the dark hair, she suddenly became 50 years old. And she was, uh, I, I, I gave her her 80th birthday cake and she died at 89. So it was nine years that I was with her. Uh, and she was a firm believer in looking good at any age, as is Sophia Loren. Sophia Loren says the same thing. She said, you could be beautiful 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. And I just looked and said, no, I don't think so, honey. I mean, Sophia's almost 90 now. She doesn't even look like herself. But she's happy because it's not important to look beautiful forever. It's important to look beautiful from the inside out. And I agree with that. Uh, I know a lot of Joan Collins is trying so hard to look young and she's starting to look like a, a, a clown of herself. It's terrible. You got to go with the flow. Anyway, what am I bullshitting about? Go with your I age. go on and on and on and on. Well, no, you Where like is my guest? No, I'm so excited. She'll be coming on my soon. My Brooklyn girl. She's a Brooklyn girl. So anyway, you guys. Nothing better than a Jew from Brooklyn. I got to tell you that. Because the, the best people that came out of Brooklyn were Jews and Italians. <laughs> Anyway, you guys, so we want to tell you, you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Uh, we will love it if everybody listens on Apple Podcasts because uh, uh, that helps us uh, in a great way. So listen to us on Apple Podcasts. We're also on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Prime. Um, and also, in the next few weeks, we'll be streaming uh, – uh, you can, you'll can you be able to see us on YouTube, and after we do the shows, you'll also be able to see us on Apple TV, Fire TV, Apple, and Roku. So we'll be on Apple TV, Fire TV, and Roku. So we're adding three more television outlets um, to the show, and it'll be coming up soon. So it should be a lot of fun because then you can pretty much see us anywhere you go. Just Google us. It'll be on every site on the planet. We'll be on, like, almost 200 sites. Oh, because you vomit? No, I mean, that's, that's like a it. lot of stuff. What about the thing you told me that I didn't understand last night in bed? You said to me that I forgot what it is you said, but you said to me something about all these fabulous shows are like a little bit behind us. No, a little ahead of us. So TCM, you know, we watch TC and Turner Classic Movies a lot. They have a podcast and they're actually beating us right now. They're number 13 and we're number 18. So Ben Mankiewicz and his crew uh, are ahead of us, but we're ahead of Jon Stewart. And uh, and John Stewart's you know pretty big, and he's got a late night television show that just came back, and he's like, you know, he's like David Letterman. But I'm sure I'm sure Rosalind's going to agree with me when I say to her, Rosie, thirty years ago we didn't have all this nonsense of competition. All we had was, can she sing? Yes, she can. She's wonderful. That's all we needed. We didn't need numbers and who's better than who. We didn't go for that crap. Because i got to tell you something. About, let me fill you in about Brooklyn. Brooklyn, for some reason, we all grew up with the same mentality. And that mentality was, don't show off, don't brag, and don't bullshit me. You know, be a straight shooter, be honest, be a regular guy, be a good Joe. And if I have a flat, come out and help me fix my flat tire. And that's what we were from in Brooklyn. And Rosalind is going to agree with me on this. We were never pretentious people because if you put on airs in Brooklyn and walked around like who the hell you are, somebody would say to you, knock it off, toots. What are you, a jerk? 
What's wrong with you? What are you doing? You know, get real. What? Why am I talking about that? I think I've gone mad. I don't know. <laughs> I think you I've like gone, to, you like to just like go off on. I get so ex- you know. We've had so many guests on major big stars from Brooklyn. My best friend in the world was Shelley Winters, who I love, which we will talk about later. Brooklyn. Lauren Bacall, who I loved, was the nicest lady in the world. Brooklyn. And now we're going to have this beautiful girl. She's so beautiful. You know, I, I'll i explain when she comes on. I don't, I don't want to talk to a blank wall. All right. Like when is she coming? Where is she's she? coming on at 12.15. It's not 12.15 yet. Normally, you want to talk about what we did over the weekend and all the different Over the weekend. I am dying from a sinus attack. <laughs> For some reason, my daughter has it also. So many people now are suffering from sinus. We are dizzy. Our noses are stuffed. We don't feel well. I've been in bed since Saturday. I got up Friday. To, Friday. I got up today to do this show. Now, if we didn't have Rosalind Kind, R- Rosalind, wrote, Rosalind, that's her name. I'm getting to be like, you know, oh, uh, Rosalind, if, we, if Rosalind wasn't coming on, I would have said to Jimmy, do a rerun, you know, put one of our old shows on. But it's an interesting interview that I'm going to do because I have to skirt around the issue of who her sister is. I, I, I watched a lot of her interviews while I was in bed. And I saw how stressed the interviewers were by not mentioning her sister. Because if you interview Rosalind Kind, you automatically go to Barbara Streisand. And it's not Barbara Streisand's interview. It's Rosalind's interview. And it's got to be kept Rosalind's interview. So I laid in bed blowing my nose, suffering, saying to myself, how am I going to handle this? How can I possibly talk to her when her sister is the greatest star in the world? She's international. I mean, you know, it's, it's not like her sister no, she's is... She's here, so we're ready. Yeah, well, her sister's not Julie London, you know, who I knew, who's, who could sing a little song. These, these girls can so sing. let's go. You ready? I'm ready. Are you serious? All right, let's bring, let's bring her on, and then we'll make sure we can hear her, and we'll introduce her. Hello. Hi, Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? We're fantastic. All you, right, I'm going to hang I, on. I, I, I got to say, you are so beautiful that if <laughs> I was straight, I would ask you out. <laughs> I swear to God, Rosalind, I'm falling in love with your face. You are absolutely. I, I want to do it at the intro. I got excited. I know, but for the show. Oh. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly beautiful and talented Rosalind Kind. Hello woman. and welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Lovely to be here with you. So it's so fun. So first of all, this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host Ron Russell, who's also my husband. In case you, since he just told you, Hello, he, okay. Happy Valentine's Day, guys! Thank you. Happy uh, Valentine's Day. I'm I'm his husband until I see what I get for Valentine's. <laughs> I, I asked him. I said, "Does it sparkle?" He said, "No." I said, "Who needs it? Who needs it if it doesn't sparkle, right?" So we have a, we have a chat room too, filled with people, and uh, so just say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi. Everybody in the chat room, welcome. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy VD. Okay, I got to give you a little lecture. Well, here's the lecture. Everybody that comes on our show, we're told 
make believe you're in Red Hook, Brooklyn, in the projects, and we're having coffee and Entenmann's crumb cake <laughs> and coffee. And that's that's what our show is about. No pretension here, no bullshit. This is a real Yenta show. It's a it's a it's a down to earth show. She says she can be a Yenta. Oh, I know you are a Yenta. You know what? You're not even a Yenta. You're a Yakna. You're the so you're the queen of the Yenta. I, listen, darling, you can talk, and I loved it because I said to Jimmy, I wonder if she's going to be a good guest, or I'm going to have to bend things out of her. Meanwhile, you ask her a question, she goes on for days. And she's so interesting because there's so much of you that's me. I'm spiritual. I've, yes. I believe in aliens. I'm a rescue with dogs. We have three rescue dogs. We have so much in common. And I believe that everybody And we're should... gay, so AIDS is a big thing for us. Right. And I believe that every. I believe that... You mean that I'm older, so you like me better because I'm older? <laughs> and that's what I love. You're laughing. You are you laugh in every interview, and that laugh just lights me up. I think I have a crush on you. Uh, could Jeremy, that be to make your husband jealous? I, I, I'm okay. Uh, if, I'm, you were, I'm, if you were a guy, I would be upset. But since you're not, I'm okay. No, yeah, yeah, but as I said, Jane Russell was my best friend. And I had a crush on her for twenty years. <laughs> so I guess I have a little bit of buy in me. Maybe I don't know. But look at that smile. You got the best smile. And I love your giggle, and I love the way you go. Now, so I, want, now I have to say something quickly. I have two daughters. They call me on the telephone. They trick me. I don't know who's who. They sound <laughs> identical. And they play games with me. Uh -huh. So people say, Rosalind sounds like Barbara. I say, yeah, because they're sisters. Hello. Exactly. The genes are there. The genes are there. It's a gene pool. How, how, how could you not sound like your sister when you have a sister? So big deal. She's a big star. So what? I mean, what? Well, I no, I find you know, is that for some reason people make a big thing out of it because one is really famous and the other one's the little guy coming up here. But well, wait a minute. I'm going to say genes. It's you know I can't help my genes and I can't yeah. deny them. I have been. Wait, so. I'm going to say something that Barbara is going to never. She'll kill me. She's going to hate my guts for what I'm She doesn't I'm know you say. anyway, so it's okay. <laughs> you know what? The Queen's talk. It's back up. <laughs> if Barbara Streisand had your looks, she never would have gotten Funny Girl. Because Funny Girl was about a homely woman who was, what's her face? The, the comedian. Yeah, Fanny Bryce. With yeah, the Fanny big nose. I went through Barbara's days because I'm 83 years old. So I know. I remember the press. She's homely. She got a big nose. She needs a nose job. That poor girl went through such hell. Yeah, she was torn apart. My mother used to write letters to some of the guys in the papers that criticized, said her nose, came, her eyes came together. And, the, and my mother would write letters and sign it, fans of Barbara Streisand. You know that? <laughs> you know what? But I must tell it's you. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I happen to think my sister's gorgeous. So, I mean, you, 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 are, you got the beauty. Even Sophia Loren grew into her looks. Remember what she looked like when she was really young? Ron's first movie was with Sophia Loren. Right. <laughs> the first one he was but in. Barbara grew into her beauty. I think, now, I think now she's probably one of the most beautiful women yeah. in the world. I love to watch her. I love to look at her face. And her, you have the same thing with the hands, the femininity. You're very feminine girls. And I love feminine girls. 
I don't like these dikey broads that are tough. <laughs> I, I want to tell I, you a woman though, should be you, graceful, feminine. We're going to be talking Enough about your sister. We're going to be talking about uh, about your music and we're stuff in a talk little about bit, but but before that, I just want to say so every week, you know, we bring on two new guests and we either watch whatever, you know, movies or TV shows they've been in. I always watch them or we um, or I listen to the music. So I've actually been listening to your music and all the stuff you released over uh, during COVID and all the stuff that you've released. And I watched a bunch of your music videos and stuff. So all all week I've been listening to your music and you are phenomenal. You have a phenomenal voice. I love it. I love the way you carry the notes. Um, I love the fact that that it is just so incredibly like beautiful because i have to be honest like i didn't i didn't exactly know who you were i asked him i said you know who rosalind kind is and he said absolutely and then i went and researched you Uh, her mother lived across from me in the canal when i lived in uh florida my mother never lived in florida somebody told me her house was across (laughs) next to what you lived in florida your mother never lived in Florida. No, my cousin, my cousins did. You see how people are there now, but you know, in in the. In oh, the everybody! Country. Everybody in my building used to say, "Barbara Streisand's mother lives over there." <laughs> what did I know? You know, I come. You see how information gets to be alternative. <laughs> I like love it. Listen, I tell you, your husband was gorgeous. Me when I was married. Oh, was he handsome? Yeah, he was not with us anymore. I've been in I'm, bed I'm six for days, that. so I've been watching all your videos. Yeah. Uh, I knew Skippy Low very well. Uh-huh. Oh my God, I remember doing Skippy. Screwy, 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 screwy. Actually, you we, were on it too. Yeah, I was on the Skippy Low show. He interviewed me, and I thought I was going to die because the questions were so stupid. I, <laughs> But I know Skippy. I knew him until he died. Every Thursday, we would go to this little place to eat in L.A. called the Silver Spoon. And court at the table. And I was one of the people that sat at Shelly's table. All right. Another Jew from Brooklyn. Yay. (laughs) I love Shelly. I love Shelly was so old. Did you know her? Shelly who? Shelly Winters. Winters. Oh, Shelly Winters. No, I never did meet her. I met Betty Davis, but She's, I never met Shelly Winters. She was from Brooklyn and is honest. Yeah. And is do, do you live? Do, are you? Do you live in California or do you live in New York? I've been in, in Los Angeles now since 1973. Oh wow, you've seen some changes. That was one of my questions. <laughs> my questions were: How do you live here with a Brooklyn accent? Does it, you take the girl out of Brooklyn, but you can't take the Brooklyn out of the girl. And so you know what? what? If I lose my accent, I go back to Brooklyn to get it back. Ten minutes, I'm yeah, there. Yeah. It always gets worse when you're there. But you know what bugs me here? Everybody yeah. says to me, where are you from in New York? I say I'm from Brooklyn. But Jimmy said, Ron, you get hired because you always play Italian mafia. So, Is that what you play? You play Italian mafia? A lot of Italian mafia cops and priests for some reason tough, are his three. All New York tough roles. Now, wow. when you work, do they ever tell you knock off your accent, get rid of it? Um, no, you know, really, I used to go out for people for roles that we were looking for somebody from Brooklyn. Sometimes I didn't get it. You know, it's like, it's so weird. Um, so sometimes they say you're too, um, yeah. When I did uh, 
Ghost of a Chance, I, I was up for the leading role that Shelley, uh, Shelley Long got. And I got uh, placed in there. They wrote a part for the second banana, the rototype girlfriend, because they didn't want her to be so New York. Oh, wow. But in the end, but in the end she still had to like have a New York thing and talk to her mother like, hey, Ma, shut up already. Which we know in Brooklyn, this is how people talk. And it doesn't, nobody takes offense to it. Oh, Ma. And, she, and Shelley, being a Midwesterner, didn't know how to say that. But I, you know, it was my first time on television, so I, I would just listen to what the director's notes were the next day, and darn it, if I didn't, he didn't agree with everything I felt. Oh, that's but, good. You know, the way they talk in California. If I ever spoke like a California with dog water, <laughs> if I spoke like that in Brooklyn, they'd beat me up right on Flatbush <laughs> Avenue. Right on Flatbush Avenue, they knocked the shit out of me all over the Are street. Are you from Flatbush? You're from Flatbush too. Oh, I'm from Red Hook Projects. What is Red Hook Projects? Red Hook is right next to where you were from. Were you ever oh, been to? When I was born, we uh, we were living in the Vandiver Estates on Flatbush uh, between Nostrand and Newkirk. Well, I was born in Manhattan, no, Long Island College Hospital. Ah, I was born in Brooklyn Hospital. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was one town or two towns over from you. Oh, if, okay. if, I used to go to Flatbush all the time to the movies. Yeah. You go to the Lowy's Kings and the RKO Kenmore and the College Theater by Brooklyn College, the last stop on the IRT subway. And what about the gorgeous, uh, a beautiful uh, botanical gardens we have? Oh, yeah, we have beautiful, yeah. Oh, and my the museum, God. The, the Museum of Art there, the Brooklyn Museum. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I used to go to the gardens, I used to make believe I was living in paradise because I, you know, Red Hook Projects was rough. Yeah. Very rough place to live. So also though you did a you because you did an episode of the nanny which I bring up number one because we had both Fran Fresher and Charles Shaughnessy have been on the show and Renee, uh, that's one of his favorite shows and Renee's been on the show also and Renee, Renee yeah, love them they're all great people Renee, yeah. Renee she's my buddy I may be working with her in a film soon and Fran also they're working yeah. on uh, and, I and I love Fran. Yes, they're also great. I had such a great time doing the show. But I'm not going to kiss your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a lot. Forget about it. Forget about it. If we're here to have your shoes kissed, you ain't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved you in that show. You were so cute. And, and, of course, the writers did a great job with it, and then you sang beautifully. So it was a fun show. And that I, was a song that I was uh, one of the writers of, too, with my own song. The Light oh, of Love. Yes. Oh. Yeah. But you, you enjoyed that show, and I saw that from your video. Uh, on the Skippy Lowe show, you said something very interesting. You said, I only get my Brooklyn accent back when I get nervous or whatever. So you get nervous. When you get, when you get anxious. Anxious. anxious, really. Do you ever get nervous like the other one? Who's the other one? The, your sister. <laughs> Before a show? Yeah. You know, I, I get like I get nervous till I hear my music and I, I yawn a lot. I think yawning what makes you release those tension. I just automatically yawn for some reason before I go out on stage and I do my affirmations uh, to the man upstairs to help me spread his word of love and light to anybody in my audience that needs to hear it because I feel like I'm a vessel with my music. I believe you are too. I, th I, I think that's I, true. I have to take my hat off to you because you know what? To become who you are, 
had to take a lot of work. Lainey Kazan, who's my very dear friend, so don't say a bad thing about her, because <laughs> she doesn't like your sister and your sister don't like her. Don't Lainey, go there. Don't go there. <laughs> wait a minute. But Lainey, in the middle of these things. I, I, I know Lainey. No, 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 no. <laughs> said to me, Ron, yeah. when we were doing Funny Girl, I had to learn to sing deeper because I sounded like Barbara. And I didn't want to sound like Barbara. So Lainey had to train, and Lainey's got a wonderful voice. We must admit, she's quite a singer. And she had to bring her voice down some. Did you try to alter your voice not to sound so much like your sister? I cannot fight my genes. I will not fight my genes. I naturally take the lower end of the piano in my range where I can reach the high notes, depending on how you get there. But I had, my mother was our mother, was at the top of the piano. She was the soprano. Then came my sister and then came me. I like, love it. So I want to mention one other thing real quick, because then we're going to go into the music, but, um, uh, yeah, well, I haven't I, heard your songs yet. Um, we're going to actually play. So I actually downloaded your video today so we could play it for everybody. So that way we okay. can talk about it. Um, uh, I've, I've listened to it a whole bunch of times because I had the MP3, uh, to listen to. I've watched so many interviews of you because I didn't know how I was going to handle you. And I said to I, I was I was listening when I was back there what you were saying. Crying out loud. I've been handling it all my life since I've been in this business. No, no, because I didn't want my show to be like nine thousand interviews I watched of you. All those interviews, they asked the same questions. It was over, repetitive, repeat, repeat, repeat. I didn't want. I ha we have a lot. We have five million people that watch this show weekly. Weekly, okay? They want to know something new about you. They want to know, did you and Barbara share a bed together? Did you? Time, yeah, when we were little. When you, <laughs> how, many, how, many bed, how many bedrooms did you have? Did your mother? When I was first born, it was like, it was a two-bedroom apartment at Vandevere Estates. My mother and my father had one. My brother had the bedroom. And I had, was in the crib until I was old enough. And then my sister and I shared the sofa for many years. So my brother left. And then she got the bedroom and I was still on the sofa. <laughs> I like love. But it. those days were sweet and wonderful. Did your mother cook? Yeah. I mean, she made, you know, she, my mother made great chicken soup. She made great stuffed cabbage and um, the, the, um, the um, cabbage soup. Ellie, right. Ellie used to love her cabbage soup. Now, um, did you, sir, did you set the table, take dishes away, wash dishes? Or were you yeah, I sometimes ironed, you know. My sister and I sometimes cooked. We would go and uh, bake uh, cupcakes and stuff. And you worked in a bakery. I was part owner in a bakery. Part owner. So you were an enterprising girl. Yeah, but my then manager and his wife, we had a catering. We opened a side business in catering because she was an incredible cook. And from that, we had a part, got a partner, and we opened up the bakery and uh, – so we had a daily business and then people could hire, you know, for parties. Now, when your mother used to say to you, education, education, which we all knew education is the answer to success. And you should be a school teacher. What did you say? Uh, well, first of all, she didn't say necessarily a school teacher. Sometimes she said a secretary, you know, <laughs> so you have something to fall back on. But she, um, she was very, my mother was, because of her upbringing, you know, the fear that she carried on from her parents, because she would have, like, I think maybe she would have gone for singing, but the parents said, no, no, she could have been an opera singer, my mother, uh, and never went for it. 
And she's just very, was very, very practical. And she had a hard life. She lost her first husband. She and my father separated and I'm not going to go there. Um, and she had children to raise. So looking at that and, and her experience, that's where she was coming from, uh, protection. Protection. Were, were they European? Or yes. They came they from were, Russia. They all came from Russia, except uh, some of them from, uh, from not, the Russian area. They were not born here. Not the grandparents, no. But your mother and father were. My father came from Russia. My oh. father was born in 1893. I was a late-in-life child and the, the child of second marriages on both sides. Okay, now, another question. Your name is Kind. Mm -hmm. Why not Streisand? What? Your name is Kind, yes. not Streisand. Not okay. Streisand, no. Different fathers? Different fathers. I love it. So, same father, same mother, the same womb, you know? The, and you know that in the Jewish religion, the, the connected gazunt is the mother. Oh, definitely. Right? So oh. we had the same womb with a view. Different times, but we had it. And I always feel, I really get insulted when people have to say half because that's not how it is. You know, it's not what you feel. And the bottom line is my belief and my thinking where I come from is that the mother, as if you're, you're born to a Jewish mother and a non-Jewish father, you're automatically Jewish. If yes. you're born to a, a Jewish father and a non-Jewish mother, you first have to go through ceremonies to become Jewish. Did you know that? Yes. I know that very well because my father's Italian and he was Jewish. So oh. I, I know exactly what that's really? all about. But my father was a communist. He was socialist right. and he didn't believe in any religion at all. So my mother would sometimes want me to go to church. I was never communed or baptized, any of that stuff. I have no religion, absolutely. So but did I, you call yourself an atheist? No, no, no. In my later years, I chose to be Jewish. It was okay. my choice. Your choice. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm very serious about no, it. No, it's a good choice. And the, the bottom line is, you know, the spirituality is the most important thing. The belief in right. something greater the knowing of right from wrong, and yep. wanting to come from love, because everything begins and ends with love. And if people don't understand that soon, we're in trouble, because the way the world is going today scares me to death. Yeah. And we have to, and people that come from our hearts and come from the light, we have to bring that light back and get rid of this negativity so that people can love again, love and, and get to know each other and accept and be interested in the differences and love the similarities and share all Fact, facts of life. Absolutely. Because we all want the same thing. Right. We all want the same thing. We all want to be happy and, and healthy and live in peace. Peace, that's the word. We all want yeah. peace. What's going on right now in Israel, and I have to bring it up, I wasn't gonna, going to, but I have to, is the most appalling thing that's ever happened to humanity because the Jews, poor Jews, are going through it again. Yeah. We had it in the Second World War, the ovens, the killing, the, the horrible atrocities that were done to Jewish people. Okay. You know what I say, and I want to say it publicly. Everybody loves Jewish performers. They love Barbara. They love Rosalind. Oy vey is Mia. I love you, Rosalind. <laughs> but she's a Jew. <laughs> she's a Jew. 
because not sorry. I don't like. I'm not talking for me. I'm talking for people. Oh, I know, but like they don't know. You, you, no, that well, didn't come across. Well, I, I didn't mean me. I mean, no, it's like gay. I'm gay. People meet me and they say, "Oh, I have a lot of gay friends." I said, "Good for you." I got a lot of moron friends like you too. <laughs> so that's that's. Oh, you're Jewish, like. The head, the horns just came up. Look, can't you tell? This is the reason why I chose to be Jewish because of the anti-Semitism. Mm -hmm. the most disgusting, revolting, hideous shit that ever hit the world. And what's going on right now, and the president is doing nothing about it, I'm very angry at him. I'm very angry at Washington. I'm very angry at Americans because they allowed Israel to be bombed in I have a lot of friends where their kids went to work in kibbutz, okay? I have family, too, that my family has gone. My great nieces and nephews, they've gone to Israel and spent months there teaching. And Good. A lot That's of people that live there. But you know what? Everything has its good and its bad. Right now, I don't love the leadership in Israel. Right. I think, I think that that is part of the problem. What is I, think, I used to think, I, you know, I want to get political, but I used to think Nancy is a great orator. I, I, I sometimes have to, because if Barbara Streisand, who was one of the most famous people in the world, ever came forward, she could do so much good for humanity because she's got millions and millions and millions people throughout the world that adore her. Like you. Well, at the bottom, I don't have as many millions. Maybe you're gonna now, though, with this new stuff that you're putting well, out. Wait, because it's I'm, gonna bring, I'm gonna bring that to you now, Ross. I would love it if you would do a song about Israel, about saving Israel. I think that's a very good thing you can do. Because is, yeah, no, I'm definitely, I call myself a Jew, but a more aware Jew because I'm also into the universal living, yeah. you know, the universal light. I so, actually, and I used to have conversations with my rabbi because I have experienced psychic phenomena and out of body. And he said, who am I to say, may he rest in peace, that you didn't and that that doesn't happen. You see, but he also, by the ultra conservative, was looked down upon. To me, he was more worldly. Right. And we all to get along need to be more worldly and not in little sects. Because, you know, the higher orthodoxy doesn't think somebody like me is a Jew because I'm not like them. But I'm very much a Jew in my heart and the way I, I feel about others and the way I want to share love. And the temple I belonged at was like the, the sanctuary was for all people. Everybody was welcome. Which we can kind of like tie that into your new song. Oh, it's not. Well, I feel. And I've had so many famous singers on our show. Even Johnny Mantis had agreed. I with love me. Johnny. Oh, Johnny, I love, yeah. three times I've been in his company and three times it was heavenly, heavenly. Mm -hmm. uh, um, they all believe music belongs to everyone. Mm -hmm. And through music, you can get a message out to everyone. Right. And and they, have, yeah, music is healing. Music is the universal language. If I had your voice, well, I'd be a drag queen. But if I... <laughs> If I had your voice, I'd be singing to tell these people who have been so wrongly injured that it will get better and help will come. And being Jewish is not a sin. I, I, I just feel so strongly about it. I honestly do. 
And I know the other one. It's a difficult situation right now because I feel strongly about Israel too. I just don't like the leadership there. And I think he's making it a lot worse. I think that Biden is doing what he can. He's stuck in a hard place too with this. Um, Everybody is. We're all stuck. The bottom line is there are innocent children dying too. And you've got to look at all sides. You have to, you know, and I have a bleeding heart. My heart is just tearing apart from all the global traumas going on in our lifetime. This shouldn't be happening. If everybody came from their heart and not greed and not power and not, uh, you know, uh, I mean, if people came from the true place, we could have heaven here on earth. We'd have to wait to pass away. So I agree 100%. I so agree with you 100%. And I want to like, and I want to turn it into your song. So you did a, a mashup of two songs, The Look of Love and The Island. And, and I thought someplace I read it was, you know, kind of like part of the theme of it all is, you know, never give up on love. Or uh, Tell us a little bit about like the, the yeah. message. These are two songs that I've, I've been doing. I did them separately years for years in different concerts in my show. And then one time I, I, I was putting a show together. I decided to try doing them together to see it would work because I love story songs. I love to tell a story. So I tried it and it worked so beautifully that I, I did it when I just used piano or trio. But I came the day I really said I want to do more with this, but I need it fully orchestrated. And that came to be. And now we have the video. And basically, I, I created a story. We created a story around the two songs. And that is that number one, don't run away from love. You can still find it over 65. Don't oh. deny it. Keep open. And also uh, subliminally, because I had different people at different tables, and that was my idea, to have, say, love is love is love. I know. I I love it. I saw the gay couple at one of the tables. I watched a video earlier today. It just came out. And um, and These things are very important to me. I want people to, to know that, you know, love is where it's at. It's not at causing problems and chaos and service. It's having a heart for crying out loud. Having compassion. You have a gay nephew. Yes. Barbara's son. And Barbara, in an interview, said something that I loved her for. I wanted to hug and kiss her, but of course it was a tube. She said, whatever my son is, all I want him to be is happy. Exactly. Exactly. And those were... I also had a gay cousin who I was very close with from the time I was 14. I mean, and my other niece and nephew, my great niece and nephew also came out, but they're beautiful human beings. They come from their heart. They give back to the community because they were raised so beautifully. And they, it's my great niece and nephew that have gone to Israel. They don't live there all the time, but they, they contributed working there too. So you also produced this, right? You like this, yeah, is, like, this is my first. My I produced, I produced my other videos, but they were all stock footage that we, my producer and I, in the studio, recording studio, put together. This is the first one I did live with me in it. I have never been in any one of my videos, so we did this. I wanted to do this for this video, and it was my first time really producing. And this is a mini movie. It's a yeah. six-minute yeah. mini movie. And it tells a story. And I, I, I just want people to get that message. I want to drive that home. In everything I do, whatever I pick to choose, it's all about love. I like love it. So hang on. Juan. Think it over how beautiful she is. So Juan, we're going to play the video, uh, The Look of Love, The Island, the actual six-minute video. I'm going to let Rosalind 
uh, introduce it, and then you hang on. We'll be back in six minutes because I want everybody to see it because that way, this way, like millions of people will see it um, So and hear it. Um, so you introduce it. Juan will play it. You hang on, and we'll be right back. Okay. Here's my video, everybody. For It's my Valentine's gift to you all. <laughs> I hope you love it. I hope you enjoy it. Please, if you're over a certain age, don't run away from love. Perfect. Bring it in. Bring it in. And for those of you who are getting criticized for who you choose to love, forget it. Do it and make yourself happy. Be happy. Let's bring love and happiness back into this world. And with that, I give you the look of love into the eye. You are so adorable. <laughs> she is so
Valentine's Day song. And you know what? I think you're the I think you're like your last name. You're very kind. Because Harlan Harlan Boyle is a friend of mine for 30 years. And you gave him credit on that video. Boy, and I, I, I think that was so sweet. No man is an island. No man is an island. Mike, I have to tell you, I love my whole team. My director, we started talking about this video a year ago. It'll be a year ago. March 9th, it was suggested in late January. She, we were at a dinner and another friend said, you know, Rosie wants to do a video. And she was directing. She was did a few things and she's coming into her own. And, uh, and she was doing something at that time when we were meeting. And when she got finished, we had a meeting, a lunch meeting, a brunch meeting. And we started talking about it. And I loved her energy because I only want to be around good love-filled, light-filled people anymore. It's my choice. I don't want any kind of narcissism on my set. I don't want bullying. I want everybody to be happy and glad they're there and they're part, and every one of them, everyone on down, even to the crew and everything, they were just full of love and wanting to be so happy to be part of this process and so glad to be there. It was like a loving experience all around for all of us. I have a question. It was beautiful, number one. It's beautiful. The video is beautiful. First of all, 
I have to get into my ageist thing that I'm, you know, I write on Facebook all the time what I feel. My new thing is about this Biden stuff with age. I want everybody to know I'll be 84 in May. I have every marble. I am working like a dog. I have a TV show, movies. Right, Rosalind? What are you doing? You're working your ass off, too. Yeah. And and what are you, 70? 73. You're 73. So this stuff about well, you get to be a certain age, you're no good anymore. Stop that. Ageism is as bad as calling black people the N-word. When I hear age old, I feel exactly like Sidney Poitier if, if in that movie where they call him the N-word. So, I mean, really, stop it, people. Just because you get to be a certain number doesn't mean you're washed up. I mean, I intend to work until I'm 90. He's, he has six films to shoot this year. He's I have six films waiting for me, Rosalind. Six movies. I play Kevin Bacon's father in one. I'm in one, another one. What's you can't. Stop, you oh, can't. I can't talk about it. But anyway, <laughs> I could I could work a full day through. I'm going away. We're going to Nevada to shoot a house, the, the Kevin Bacon one. And that's a, a rough thing. You know what location is. Oh, God. Yeah, we did. We filmed on four locations. Just the whole process of producing, you know, the steps that you take was such a learning curve. It was so brilliant. <clears throat> and I just, I can't wait to do it again. So I have a question no, for no, you. No, no, wait, I didn't finish. I got to get her because she's my buddy. Rosalind, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about ageism? Well, you know what? Think you know, about I it. Say I, if I only knew then what I know now, but you grow a lot. I mean, and God willing, with all the, the leaps and bounds that you have to cross and the, the blockages that come your way and the things you have to put up with, hopefully these things teach you to be better. You, you come out of it with a positive look and you know what you don't want to be and what you would like to embrace. So it's all a learning experience. Right. Right? You know, life is, is a journey. And so, God willing, you come to a better place with a better heart and a better mind and mm -hmm. love in your heart, you know? I think the thing, it was done beautifully. It was really, it was like a short film. It was really beautiful. I want to know. so very romantic. A very romantic. So And let me tell you something else. Let me talk. Wait, I didn't finish. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. He gets the stick. Right? Where he enters, we go. The, the voice does not sound like hers. Thank I you. This time. You know, no, it's like, it's I, really, I never really listened for that point. But this time I did. Your bases are lower, yeah. your altos are smoother, and your breath is longer. The other one goes fast, high, and jumps it around. You are... It's beautiful. You are melo melo melonic. Melodic. Melodious? Melonious. That Melonious. Works too. Melodious. But you know what? There's a place for all of us in this world. My Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a place for all of us. And, you know, being my, the little sister, I was always in awe of my sister and always was so proud of her. everything that she does, everything she speaks out about. All of, if somebody asked me the other day, which of her movies did you like? Do you like? I said, you can't ask me that because there isn't one that she's done that I don't love. <laughs> I love all of them. That's my sister. I, you know, I cannot say anything else. I, oh, wait. I want, no, I want wait, to talk. Wait, wait, wait. You want the truth, because I only tell the truth. Yeah. I like your sister's voice, but I was a Peggy Lee fan. So I like the sultry, jazzy Peggy Lee style. Barbara on film 
I will go see 10 times. Mm -hmm. She mesmerizes me on film. She captures me the way we were. Oi. The way we were, who could, who could not scream crying? I, you know, I cry at all my sister's pictures. And no matter how many times I've seen them and I know where it's going, what the next scene is, I always cry. Well, how come you're not working in film? Hopefully that'll happen. I've done a couple Jimmy's of them. Jimmy's a producer. Write me something, Jimmy. I, I think I will. But wait, I want to go back. Uh, uh, I want to go Wait a minute. What? No, wait a minute. Don't stop me because I'm going to kill myself in a minute. <laughs> Don't do that. Listen, listen. <laughs> I wrote a movie, 1943, a Jewish woman married to an Italian man in New York City. The Jewish woman is a bookie. And the husband is in the mafia. Oh. They go out to get the Nazis that are supposed to blow up. She'd be perfect. The Any, anyway, um, we're looking. We're, we're trying. Listen, we're trying to cast my wife in the movie. <laughs> she it's a has huge role. She has to be Jewish and from Brooklyn, and she has to be. Listen, I'll be honest. Lainey Kazan, I wrote it for her. Uh huh. I don't know if you know, but Lainey's not so hot lately. I haven't seen her in a while, but I know she's been having some health stuff. Yeah. She's having a lot of health problems. And she said to me, Ronala, I can only give you four hours a day. We can't do a movie on four hours. You know that. Mm -hmm. So we're looking. Renee Taylor, who I love to pieces. Renee is so perfect for the role. Yeah. 90. 90. But, but, but Julian Sloshberg, who's best friends with her, said she's on tour, she's fabulous. So she was up. Then the other one- Renee would be great. She's not old. And, and I love Renee. I love Renee very much. I love her because she's always, she's such a Jap, she's always complaining. You go out, you go, we, I was at a, a function with Renee, I was sitting opposite her and she sat there like this and said, Joey, when are we going home? I'm hungry. Joey, you Ron, is there, is there a steakhouse around? <laughs> I am tired. I can't stand it. I mean, she's such a. Anyway, we got to go because she's got to go in. Oh, I, I love it. I'm never letting her go. I will put you on my list because I really do. I have a, I have nine projects in development right now. Well, keep me in mind. I'm, you know, I'm looking at wherever I come to. I'm going to be recording more. I've got more stuff to do. And I want you to read a line for me and repeat this line. And for this, you want $10? And for this, you want $10? Where do you see diamonds on it? <laughs> and for this, you want $10? Where do you see diamonds on it? Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> you might be working in a movie soon, starring in a movie. I can't um, believe it. It might be the one. Isn't that fabulous? So, so I have a question. And no. we look good together. Except you, know good together. you know what might be good? She looks like Barbara Streisand, and I look like Barbara Streisand's husband. <laughs> <laughs> they, might, they might say it's a takeoff. No. Wait. I want to go back. Okay. Anyway, I am. I will, I'm going to put you on yes, my list of people gonna, that And we're, we're we going to talk to you. And definitely. We'll talk with you. But That's, I want to know. Now I'm excited. Now we could go ahead with my film because I, you know, I didn't have a name to put in my deck. So now I'm going to put Rosalind Kind. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. 
So anyway, going back, going back to your music video, I want to know what it's like casting a younger you. Did you pick the person who played the younger you? Actually, my director and my co-producer went through a bunch of people and brought me what they thought would be the best choices. And from that, I picked. She was beautiful. They were both great. And, you know, Hunter is a doctor. He's a dermatologist. The young, the young lover. Okay. I mean, you know, uh, Jules is an actress and a dancer and a choreographer. And I wanted the dancing because it helped with the yeah, movie. She, the she, she did like the ballet-ish type right. dance. Because I did study with Luigi, you know. So yeah, I have my Luigi hand. And I, I needed appropriateness in, in this. I needed the, the sexy suggestions, you know. So you guys, wait, I have to ask a very important question that's been on my mind. You have a brother. How come yeah. we never hear about your brother? What does he do? He's not in the business. He's my not. Brother, my brother's retired now, but he was, he started when he was young, like when he, well, he, he went to Pratt Institute and he became a commercial artist and he had his own advertising agency, Strike Brook and Friedman in Manhattan. That went from 50, from, oh my God, it was in like the 40s when he first opened, then it went to 57th between 6th and 7th. Then they went to Madison Avenue. Then he gave that up and went into like major um, uh, buildings and and, uh, and investments, you know. Uh, Good for him. So he, you know, he did very well. He loved uh, riding horses. He did dressage. He loved doing dressage. And he's, he's retired now, but he lives in Florida uh, with his wife and... Uh, that's funny. I'm from Florida. Whenever I go to Florida to work, I never leave without going to see my brother and my sister-in-law for a week. One mother, I have so many. When you come to Palm Springs, we're having lunch or dinner. You're not getting away, kiddo. You think I'm kidding? Because you know, I make a phone call. I got a couple of my guys' friends. You know, wife, <laughs> they come and they get you. They kidnap you. They put you in the car. They- tell you something. It was so funny because years ago, when I was working in Puerto Rico. I had um, a you know a, an Arab sheik come and was in my audience, and I, I went through the audience and I was singing and I came over to him and he says, uh, uh, "Huh, how you do?" He says, "What's your name?" And I said, "Oh, hi, I'm Jewish." And, like, and I also had oh wait, th- th- this is a funny story. I was working in Copa, the Copa Habana, not Copa Cabana, Copa Habana nightclub in Oklahoma City, and who happened into our show, but this uh, country guy, big, with big fingers. He looked like a killer. And <laughs> he was the guy that set fire in Vegas, I think, when, uh, it was Frank Sinatra or something. He set a fire. He was the arsonist. Oh, I know. <laughs> he was my manager, and he would come in, and he brought his country girlfriend and his country mama to see the show. And one night when this drunk came upon the stage on the opening act, they – he went past them and then he came down the, the round staircase and fell in front of my dressing room, which was only a drapery stuck together with a, with a safety pin. <laughs> so he said, you know, they come running the owner of the club, this mafia guy and my manager, they come running down the stairs. And this guy says, you better get out of here, kid or whatever. He had a gun on him, whatever. And this guy went to, you can't wait. Get rid of me. I'm a Rosalind Klein chef for me. You chef for me. And I'll do a, a karate chop. And he went and fell on his tuchus. Tuchus, <laughs> 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 by the way, people don't know, 
Uh, and that was at the court club. It was at the court club when that happened. And then he followed us to Oklahoma City. Wow. His country woman and his country girlfriend. So I've had a couple of, you know. Yes. I've had those, you know, I did stand-up comedy for 45 years. And I, I remember saying to a lot of them, pay me before I go on. Because sometimes you go on, they wouldn't pay you. Really? Yeah. They Why? <clears throat> Why wouldn't they pay you? Because they were not nice people. They didn't. They. I, I know a lot of. Listen, I come from. Yeah, hey, I mean, he's he was back on. You know, this is like in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, like I a come from. Ago, I came. I came. I grew, I grew up in the neighborhood where uh, all the biggest mafia people came from. Red Hook. Red Hook was the Italian Jewish community because it was projects. Across the street from my, my, I lived on Columbia Street. Across the street from our projects was an Italian club. If I tell you the names that was in that club, you wouldn't believe it. They, they made movies oh, in it. Piano? No, that's a different person. Oh. Talking about <laughs> Gotti and those people. Those are the locals. Um, they were nice. They were good. But some of these cheesy, crappy, wise guys that ran these little dumpy clubs, you know, the kind that the toilet overflows when you go. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't pay us. I have to be honest with you, mm -hmm. Rosalind. I impersonated Jane Russell for 45 years on the stage as a stand-up comic. I sang in my own voice. I traveled all over. And in time, I became best friends with Jane. We hung out together. We traveled yes. together. Yeah. So it was quite an experience. I know you're thinking, how could you possibly be a woman? You'd look like a killer. But Jimmy's going to you like a killer. Jimmy's going to post a picture of me now. I can't post it, but I can show. I I was very young and skinny, and I could act. Let's see if I can make it that she can see it. And that's me. Oh my gosh! Wow. This is his cleavage. Hold on. You know, I had cleavage. I had everything. Oh, my God. What did you put in there for your cleavage? It was a, a, a bustier with metal rods in it that pushed my pecs up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. People, people used uh, to lentils say. Lentils in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> I, one, one time I came off. Oh, yeah. He's got it up there. He's oh, there it is. Good. There yes. One time Thanks, I, One time oh, I came off the stage and a wise guy said to me, Come over here, baby. I want to nibble on you. <laughs> I said, no, you don't have to do it here. I said, I'll give you my tits. Take them home. Put them in boiling water and eat them. They're delicious lentils. <laughs> <laughs> because that was the trick to cleavage lentils. Wait, 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 real quick, because we're going to run out of time in a second. So what, first of all, you guys, Rosalind released a bunch of music during the pandemic. Um, she's got some other songs, Save the Country, Light of Love. It only takes a, a moment. Is that one of them? Did oh, I get yeah. it right? a moment into Kiss Her oh, with Jerry Herman. Oh, yes. Um, That's a beautiful song. Um, so you guys can download all her music on uh, iTunes and stream it on Spotify. Watch the new video. Just got put up on YouTube today, you guys. That's why uh, we just we were able to get it. So you want to check it out. Um, also, uh, uh, to bring it back to the whole thing. So you also did a Hallmark movie called Ladies of the House, and I'm bringing it up only because Donna Mills has been on our show. Yeah, and I love Donna. Donna and I are both members of the Hollywood Museum. She's a doll. I love it. Yes, which She's is fabulous. Um, so I think it's terrific. 
Uh, our next guest should be here in a minute, but but no, you guys he'll, can, he'll wait. He'll wait. He'll wait. <laughs> you guys can follow Rosalind. You guys, she's on Instagram. It's Rosalind Kind R O S L Y N K I N D. Um, to brag a little for her, she was uh, she did three performances on the Ed Sullivan Show when she was young, very young, like you were like a teenager, right? Yeah. Um, so I, uh, this this broad's been around, kids. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't go pop up out of a cake. No, you guys, she did her New York. Uh, debut when she was a teenager at the Plaza Hotel's Persian Room. She's had headlining appearances at the Lincoln Center, the Greek Theater, the London Cafe Royal, Carnegie Hall. The Fontainebleau in Florida, right? Um, no, I never did that. I did um, the Rock. I thought I read somewhere you did the Fontainebleau. No. Maybe I've, we did I've never seen you perform. I've never seen you perform, and I would love to. I know you did 54 and under, right? 54 below. <laughs> My favorite place. My favorite place. Uh, I go when I'm in when I'm in New York. I, whoever's there, I go see. I would love to see you at Fifty Four Below. Well, the next time we're in town, you'll have to come on out and see it. Absolutely. Well, I, well, I'm moving back to New York in this in the fall. Where are you now? Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. Oh, you're in Palm Springs. Oh. <laughs> I've had enough. You can come to Palm Springs. Yeah. <laughs> No, I told I told you, you you're mm -hmm. coming to dinner. I'm taking you to dinner too. I'll take it to a good joint too, where they have <laughs> where they have tablecloths <laughs> and nap and cloth napkins. <laughs> and if you let me hold your hand, I'll pay for your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm picking up the check, right? <laughs> now, wait a minute. You know, Rosalind, I got to tell you, I'm, I know I'm acting like an asshole, but I couldn't. I looked at you in videos. Sick in bed, and I said, "Oh my God, she's so beautiful, and so delightful, and so charming, and so effervescent, and so sweet, and so, 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 so engaging." Aren't you married? We'll have a lover. I, I was married once, and it didn't last. Uh, but we stayed friends um, because there was always a love there. But we probably never should have gotten married. But. I, he was a good Tanishuma too. He was a casting person that became a producer. Right. Uh, and his name was Randy Stone. May he rest in peace. We lost him at the age of 48. Oh, wow. What did he die from? 2012. I, I, I don't think he was very happy. Okay. Now, how come somebody didn't snag you? No. I don't know. You know what? My hairdresser says the same thing to me. Everybody says, everybody's mother says, oh, my God, my son, my this. But, you know. No, I see some of these ugly fat slobs. The they got gorgeous husbands. Gorgeous husbands. I tell that to my daughters. I say, you know what? I go in the mall and I see the most beautiful men built and with them, these, these horrible creature women. So how come you... My you know what I have to tell you. I have to tell you. I, I had a regression in 1984 after my, my separation from my husband and my career at the time was going side to side, up and down and whatever. And I actually wanted to be regressed because I was very much into the new age and into psychic phenomena. I climbed Bell Rock in 1987 for the harmonic convergence. Uh, in 84, I got regressed and I found out what my purpose was in this lifetime, why I'm here. And it came out that I'm here to heal. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and how do I heal? With my voice. And it, the, re, the regression brought me to a lifetime in Lemuria. I was a man. I was in a duel over the love of my life. And in the duel, she accidentally got killed. 
And supposedly I have been through all these lifetimes looking for that love, but in the word associations of this regression, it wasn't one-on-one love. It was world and harmony and peace and understanding. It was was about bringing people together, healing. I also have a memory of another life. So, I mean, we have so much in common. We could really bullshit for another 20 years. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Um, But I don't understand. Jane Russell, you know, this is private. I really never said this. You shouldn't share it then, (laughs) Jane won't mind because it pertains to women that have had mastectomies who are listening to our show. Jane Russell said to me, I will get married again when I marry a man who loves me and not my tits. Mm-hmm. Okay? You have to love the soul of a human being. You know, Jane was famous for her boobs. You know that. Everybody, always Jane Russell. Mm-hmm. She said whenever they wanted a picture, they made her bend over for cleavage. She hated it, hated it, hated it. And ben, you, men used to want to go to go out with her, to go to bed with her, which she didn't do because she's a good Christian. Mm-hmm. Her boobs. So boobs are not that important, fellas. It's what the person has that's inside, radiates, mm-hmm. like this lady. This lady puts all those big-titted broads to shame. <laughs> <laughs> you are just insane. I mean, I'm always because I hate people who do that. You know, I don't like some of the interviews I've watched of yours I wanted to throw up. I thought, Jesus, the guy's going to ask her to marry her next or put her better. I mean, some of them are too uh, uh, adoring. Too much. They overdo it with the uh, loving of you. Um, but but he actually does love you. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> I swear. I swear. You know, I know so many. He was sick for four days, literally. And he was like, I don't think I can do the show. But I but I was like, well, I, oh, I said, we can't cancel the show because we have Rosalind Kine come on. And so he really, like, watched all these things and everything and got up. At the beginning of the show, he even said, if you weren't coming on, we probably would have canceled and played a repeat. I have and, interviewed uh, I have interviewed stars. Oh, I've interviewed over 4,000 people. I've interviewed stars bigger than big, and I couldn't care less. They come on. You, know, you had was me, all excited. You had, you, know, <laughs> you had me going. Because I said to my daughter, I said, Leslie, how am I going to interview this chick? I can't mention her sister too much because it's not her interview. I don't want to put her down. I don't want to make a competition. What a bitchy interview this is going to be. I can't understand it. But it turned out beautiful because you're beautiful. No, thank you're you. Sweet. Because you're kind like your name. You're kind. <laughs> thank you. What was your name for real? It had to be Jewish. Kind is English. No, kind is my real name. You're kidding me. No, Rosalind Klein, like Rosalind Long Island, spelt exactly the same way. I'm the only one in my family without a middle name. Kind is not a Jewish name. It's English. Well, that's the one they came over with on Rush from Russia because it's signed in the books. Well, you know what? When my grandparents came over, they changed their name completely at Ellis Island. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm talking about the Ancestry.com because yes, yes. My my grandmother's name was Gabriella, uh-huh. and they made it Gabriel. My mother was a silent movie actress who worked on really? yeah. She worked under the name of Jenny Gabriel, and mm-hmm. married my father. And he said, "Korea over," because only Putanas are in <laughs> show business. 
and I understand. Well, that was what they thought. That's yeah. what they Cordova, only Cordova, right? Cordova is a putana or puta. I can't go. Okay, so now we have to go. So everybody, this is Rosin. Rosin, I'm going to be in touch. Rosin, about when are you coming movie? to Palm Springs or I'll come to L.A.? <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> we have to talk about the movie. I'm serious about this movie that we're doing. And I'll send you the script. Uh, you will be starring, and it's starring you and I. And, and a I bunch think, of other people. And I think you. we look good together. And it's a fun movie. And it's a movie about a Jewish woman who okay, becomes we gotta go. a hero. We have to go. We have and to we go. Need, we have to go. Wait, we and go. we need that right now. We need a heroic Jewish woman. Yeah. <laughs> right. We have another guest that's waiting to come on. God forbid he put me down because he's he was. We want to thank. We want to thank wait, you wait, so wait, much wait, for wait, coming wait. on the show. We want to thank wait. Harlan Ball for setting it up. And who do we contact to get the script to you? Harlan. Harlan. Okay, I'll call Harlan. All right, so uh, thank you so much, Rosalind. Congratulations Roslyn. on the new song and all your success, you. and, and we want to thank you. Bye-bye. And we can have Bruce together. Bye. We got to go. I love her. I can't <laughs> go. <laughs> she all is right, terrific. What a sweetheart. What a nice person. Absolutely. What a, what a, what, how lucky people are to have her as a friend. She is kind. It's like her name. She is a kind woman. She's right. We're going to bring on our next guest. Lucky, Absolutely. bring him on. Bring on Lucky. Let's make sure we can hear him. Hey, Lucky, how you doing? I'm good. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you. Terrific. All right. Are uh, you on a phone? Yes, I see am. If you, see if you can turn it sideways so your picture's wide. Oh, no, you're, yeah, you go like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Perfect. I'm on the phone because uh, my computer is not uh, uploading right now. For some reason, it's not turning on. I'm very upset. As you can see, it's behind me. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't hack the computer because you're broke? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you no, should... it's just I, I don't know. I was in I was in L.A. for a while, and I, and I think my daughter was uh, messing with it. And now it's not turning on. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks. Da, 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 da. I hope wait, wait, do an wait, intro. wait. Do you know how lucky you are to have build with the broad that was just on with with uh, Rosalind? Do you know who Rosalind Kind is? It's Barbara Streisand's sister. Or like she's like, and you shared billing with her, so that's a big big deal. <laughs> Blessing. It's the a blessing. Very, it's a big, big deal. She's a superstar. So you guys, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, actor, which I didn't really even know he was an actor. I brought him on because I thought he was a musician. But actor, pop and dance, billboard chart, recording artist, Lucky Harmon. Hello and welcome to the show. Yay. How's it going? How's it going? Good. So this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Mr. Russell, how you doing, sir? And Don't call me Mr. Russell. I'll smack the shit out of you. <laughs> it's Ron. I'm a young Ron. guy. Ron. Ron Russell. How are you? Yeah. Doing? Don't call me Mr. And so we got people in the <laughs> chat room. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. What's up, everybody? So now where do you actually live? I, for some reason, I thought you lived in Florida. Do you, where do you live? You thought I lived in Florida? I'm yeah, all over. Fair. Hey, look, I'm all over the place. That's kind of mysterious, you know? Okay. I'm, I'm I'm all over the place from the east coast to the west coast. You know what I mean? No, no. Oh wait, you just hit your mic. Okay, we missed that. Okay. Uh, so um, so I know you were in L.A. for the Grammys, and I know you've worked a lot in Atlanta. But some reason though, I, when I first met you, because I've known you on social media for a long time, I always yeah. thought that you. I, I for some reason I was because I used to be from Florida, so I always thought you were from Florida for some reason. Um, nope, not Florida. More more like Atlanta area. Okay, well, we're going to be doing a lot of work in Atlanta. I have like four movies that are going to be shooting there soon. Awesome. That's awesome. So so anyway, you guys, first of all, you can follow Lucky 
on uh, Instagram. He's the real lucky Harmon. His website is therealluckyharmon.com. Um, let's talk a little bit about the acting stuff and then we'll do the music stuff. Cause I've even got one of your music videos. We're going to play for everybody. So they get to hear your music. Uh, I really didn't even know you were an actor. And then I went on IMDb and <laughs> you guys, so lucky's done a lot of stuff. He's done commercials for Mountain Dew, Atlanta, soccer, United, MGM, grand casinos, golden corral, which is my dad's favorite place to eat. I can't eat there. It makes me nauseous. Um, and then, uh, he's been in movies like Wonder Woman 1984, Creed 2, mm -hmm. 21 Bridges, Shazam, Den of Thieves, Pitch Perfect 3, The Fate of the Furious. He did stunts on Furious 7, and he's been on a ton of TV shows. So, so like, uh, oh, now your microphone's off again. I can see it. There you go. Uh, so, so how long have you been acting? Uh, about 15 years. See, I didn't even know that. I you don't look know why. 15. How could you be? I know you don't look he very. Said I look 15. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. You God, look I like, wish a, I was you look like a teenage kid. You look like a. You look like 18, 19, 20. You really look like you should be like one of the Backstreet Boys or In Sync or something. Is what you Doesn't look like. Look old, <laughs> Which I love those bands. So that's not like a diss. That's an actual comment. <laughs> well, that's the kind of music. That's the kind of music I do. You know, I do pop top 40. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. I am still so hopped up from the interview with Rosalind that I don't know how I'm going to do your interview, so forgive me if I'm not sharp. That's okay. I'm, I'm sharp. I'm, I'm still excited about the interview that we just did. I'm going to say it's probably one of the best interviews I've ever done. Now, let's do it. You and I, a good interview. Gay, straight, married. He's got a kid. Great. <laughs> Two kids. Two, two kids. kids. You have two kids, two really? How old are they? Watch, Thirty years old they are, and they're teens. Are they really? In their teens? You're I'm a, not kidding you. You've you got great genes. You are you an old. Fantastic. You are an old fuck. <laughs> you're hiding. You're hiding. You're old. You are I'm not 30, old. Thirty. Thirty years he old. He started young. Oh wait, what happened? We lost him. Oh, that's funny. Okay, bring him back whenever he comes back, Juan. He probably hit something because his computer didn't work and he's trying to do it on a phone. Oh, phones. I hate the phones. Phones never work right. Oh, I see. I like doing them on phones. That's funny. Okay, hit your button again. Hit your hit your microphone. There you go. Um, there we go. You should see if you can sit it on something so you don't have to hold it. Let me do that. Let me let me let me. You're holding the phone? Yeah, he's holding it. For the whole Hang interview? On. He's gonna go get something to yeah, put it on. Yeah, not for the whole interview. It's funny. So, so, um, so I wanted, I'd like to hear from the chat room about the interview with Rosalind. They like loved it. No, we're, we're done. Okay. Is, is it back. stationary? Look at that. You look, you look better. There you go. Now you just gotta, uh, now you just gotta fix your microphone and we're good. Now you're more handsome. Now you're more <laughs> handsome. All Thank right. You so much. Yay. Now it works. Now well, wait a minute. Wait it. a minute. Mary, make a, I'm an old man. And we, you know, old people are supposed to be like, Nosy, what's with the blonde top? The yeah. blonde hair, yeah, yeah. It's, for, it's for the birds, you don't want it. <laughs> no, nah, I love it, I love it. It, it, it actually it brings it. out it's, it's actually brings out my youthful image. And I was born with blonde hair, no, well, make the whole head blonde, not just the tippity top. You look like a Carvel ice cream. <laughs> Actually, that's his signature, though. That's What's what he's like known for. The his hair like that, and he usually always has sunglasses on, but I told him he couldn't wear the sunglasses. I'm yeah, lost. he told me I couldn't do the sunglasses today, damn whole, it. I think his whole head blonde, he'd be super gorgeous. He'd be okay. a blonde guy. That's all right. Anyway, no, so let's... Really. I don't want to look like a Ken doll. <laughs> yes, a Ken doll. 
Oh, no, not now. <laughs> not with that crappy movie. But no, not that <laughs> like a whole blonde. And I, oh, and my Brooklyn. So wait a second. So I have a question, though. Let's go back. So, so, uh, so you're an actor. I didn't even know any of that for some reason. I, I went on IMDb because when I Googled you, IMDb came up. You did all that different stuff. I've worked on a bunch of Fast and Furious movies also. I actually did the costume design for the second one. Nice. Uh, and uh, I was an extra in one of them. And uh, so it was all fun. Uh, I can't act for shit. I'm terrible. People just bring me on because I'm because of no, this show. Jimmy's not terrible. He just thinks that this is acting. <laughs> you know, if you give him a simple line like, I'm very tired, I'm going to bed. I'm very tired, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of credits only because I got because people want to get on the show and they put me in, but I'm uh, but I'm a very good producer. I'm producing a bunch of films. I've nice. seen a lot of the stuff that you're uh, that you've been in are really good movies. Um, uh, so I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I've never seen any of your movies. Hang on, wait. Right? Yeah, you've seen them. I've seen your mo what, 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 you've seen what movies. You've seen movies. Well, you saw the Wonder Woman movie. He's one of the people in Wonder Woman. Oh, who are you in He's Wonder in, Woman? You didn't see Creed. You saw, he didn't. See, he doesn't like just the superhero movies, and he doesn't like. Twenty One Bridges. He didn't see. Yeah, you haven't seen him in shit. And I don't like horror movies. And he doesn't. He's not oh, in. Oh man. You like horror movies? Have you, been in, have you been in any horror movies? I've been in a lot of horror stuff. Absolutely. I was in uh, the Vampire Diaries. I did. I was a stunt photo double for uh, Paul Wesley, and I've also did like uh, the Riddle House. It was a, a low budget horror film we shot in Los Angeles under five million. Uh, I played Deputy Clark on that. Um, let's see what else. The Retaliators. Was Paul Wesley was Paul Wesley nice. Yeah, he was nice. Him and He's him and Ian both are, are very good people. Very good vibes. Good energy. Like when we shot the Vampire Diaries, it was literally like sun up to sun down, like filming, like literally vampires. <laughs> Crazy that, man. That's funny. That's a good because that was such a. I never watched the show. I've seen, uh, but I know like like Ron's daughters loved it. One of his daughter, daughters loved it and thinks Paul Wesley's like the hottest thing ever. So I like. Love I do it. horror so then, movies and I don't like them. Yeah, he's in a bunch of horror movies. I, I produce a bunch of. I don't of like them. horror movies. I think they're cheesy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not like a big fan of horror movies, but I mean, I've did them, and they do take a lot out of you, though. They really do. Um, I mean, we, I like crime drama, a lot of mob uh, movies and stuff like that, as well as I like um, action movies mm -hmm. and comedy. Yeah, yes. you know why horror movies take a lot out of you? Because they don't know what they're doing. If you're in a good film, a $15, 20000000 million film, working with top-notch people, it's much easier to work because everybody knows their stuff. They get it right. They do it. You go. But, like, you know, the horror movies I'm in, I ask, where's my mark? They said, there are none. <laughs> I don't have marks. <laughs> so what do I do? He said, well, you have to do this, this, this. I said, I have to remember all that shit. And my lines too. In the chat room, they say you look gorgeous. They love you. So, like, people are liking you already. But you guys follow mm -hmm. him on Instagram. He's got, like, I think close to a million Lucky. followers. Where did the Instagram. name Lucky come from? Lucky? Uh, Irish. Luck of the Irish. Oh, so you're Irish. Yes, sir. I'm Irish too. You're Irish? Uh huh. You're Shanty Irish. He's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Irish. So, wait a second. Did you hear that expression, Shanty Irish? I haven't heard that, no. That's a New York thing. If somebody was Irish and you didn't like him, you say, oh, he's shanty, a shanty Irish. So wait, let's go. Let's go. So, okay, so you've, you've been acting for 15 years. We'll go come back to that in a minute. So then how long have you actually been uh, singing and songwriting? Since age eight years old. 
since eight. And how many records have you put out? I've put out um, two EPs and an album. Okay. And I, and, and I just and I did this. You know, I just released a single not too long ago, uh, featuring Little Wayne Wildcard. So, yeah, so that's what was my next question. First of all, I've met Lil Wayne many times. I actually went to a party with him at the Source Awards back in the day when I lived in Florida, when the Source Awards was in South Florida. And, nice. Uh, uh, he was very cool. And I got to like hang out with all like LL Cool J, and I met Ludacris. I met everybody. It was a blast. I had a blast. Uh, how, how, did you get, how did you get Lil Wayne you know, to perform on one of your songs? Well, it was kind of a process because the world was shut down and everybody was going through COVID and there was no, you know, movie music studios or anything open. And I was just trying to figure out what to do with my time to make the time go by because there's no movies filming, nothing like that. So I draw, you know, I stepped back to the music scene and I was, you know, talking to some producers and got some connects through a lot of people, you know, being in the industry as long as I've been in the music business over 25 years. Um, and a producer was reaching out to me and we were discussing like, Lucky, are you ready to get another hit record? Because, you know, I charted Billboard uh, Top 40, number 36. It was in uh, 2017 and I, ha I didn't have a hit since then. So I'm like, OK, well, let's get back to the studio. And yeah, you know, paid for the feature, talked to his team, his management, got the paperwork. But check this out. This is the crazy part. He's in California. I'm in New Jersey you know, working on the song, two different places. The guy that made the, the actual beat is in LA as well. So I'm like corresponding back and forth, you know, crazy. We weren't all in the same room. So then I cut the record up here in Jersey. And then I sent the record to Africa to get it mixed by Mastercraft who mixed Justin Bieber peaches. And then I sent it to That's Atlanta cool. to get it mastered. And then after I got it mastered, then I released it. So from start to finish, to drop the record, and after I recorded it, it took one year. Oh, I believe it though, like because uh, it's a good, it's a good track, and it's a lot of work to get it all. What, kind, get of, all that what done. kind of music do you do? I do pop, pop. top forty mainstream. Pop. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love pop. Pop that, top forty mainstream. That's my stuff. Um, so you got so what, this song. Wait, what songs do you do? Well, we're gonna play it. No, I want to hear other songs too. What? A, I don't listen to him. So, so besides the wild card record, um, I have a song called "Build Me Up" featuring Fair Franklin. She used to be on Under Destiny's Child. Song's called "Build Me Up," and then I got like a record, "Narcissist," uh, "Idolize Me." That's the one that charted top forty on Billboard. "Party Life" that charted uh, top twenty eight. And with "Party Life," this is crazy how this record came about because Molly Cyrus was doing "Party in the USA." Yeah, I'm, si I'm sitting in Atlanta, and this record dropped. And I'm thinking, hmm. And I'm sitting by the pool in Atlanta and everybody's partying and enjoying the summer. And, and Molly got partying in the USA and I'll come up with party life. Do you sing romantic ballads? Yeah, I have I have a couple ballads. I do. I have a song called Precious Love. I have another song called Can She Be the One? Um, and I think I got another another ballad. I need more ballads, you know, as I progress. Do you write all your own? Do you write all your own stuff? I'd say about seventy-five percent of the music is me wrote. Yes. Okay. What were you going to say? Did you hear Rosalind sing? I did not. Oh. So hang on. I want to wait. Wait. I want to go back to this because what I want to do is I want to play. I want to play the video so everybody can hear it, and then we can come back and talk about it. And I want to talk about your week at the Grammys since you were at everything. I saw your pictures, so you were everywhere for Grammy week. And uh, so, so uh, 
Juan, what we're going to do is play Lucky Harmon's wild card featuring Lil Wayne, but I want you to introduce it, and then you hang on. We're going to play it for everybody, and we'll be right back. All right. So go ahead. This is my debut single, Lucky Harmon, featuring the legendary nine times platinum recording artist, Lil Wayne, wild card. Check it out. Yeah. Lucky. Wild card. Yeah. Oh my, you wild card. You and I light up the dark. Oh my, you wild heart. Don't know how the night would end. Yeah. Oh my, you wild card. You and I light up the dark. Oh my, you wild heart. Don't know how the night would end. But I'm here for you, here for you. Whatever you wanna do, cause I'm here for you, here for you. Yeah. You my wild card here for you, here for you. Whatever you wanna do, cause I'm here for you, here for you. Yeah, yeah. You my wild card. Yeah, I'm out wildin', baby, pray for him. Don't cry for him, wait for him. Keep the lights on. I'm out wildin', baby, pray for him. Don't cry for him, wait for him. Keep the lights on. Have them close all bitches, been a long day. Tomorrow morning, back at it, bitch, first thing. Have them close all bitches, been a long day. Tomorrow morning, back at it, bitch, first thing. Give me a hundred bricks and I'm out of here. Worth the holly cope, I'ma get them out of here. Give me a hundred bricks and I'm out of here. Worth the holly cope. Give me a wild card. Oh my, you wild card. You and I light up the dark. Oh my, you wild heart. Don't know how the night would end. Yeah. Oh my, you wild card. You and I light up the dark. Oh my, you wild heart. Don't know how the night would end. But I'm here for you, here for you. Whatever you wanna do, cause I'm here for you, here for you. Yeah, you my wild card. Here for you, here for you. Whatever you wanna do, cause I'm here for you, here for you. Yeah, you my wild card. Had to doubt you, you were all I need. I'll hold you down long as you always keep it wild for me. But I'm here for you, here for you. Whatever you wanna do, cause I'm here for you, here for you. Yeah, you're my wild card. Oh my, you wild card. You and I light up the dark. Oh my, you wild heart. Don't know how the night would end. The night would end. Wow, God. Wow, God. Yay! Congratulations. Ooh, that's a good song, and I don't like rap. <laughs> Thank you. No, seriously. Some rap is just a little too uh, rappy. I love rap. I like the beat on that song. I think that song, even if you didn't rap it, if you sang it, would be terrific. Well, he sang it, and the other guy yeah, no, sang it a little way. Sang it like it. As a song, no, not no. as a rap. Do you know what I mean? I no, know. no, you're missing out. He's the one who was doing the singing part. The other guy, there was a rap in the middle of it who did the rap thing. Oh, but take, the, rap's the, only take the rap guy. No, out. the rap guy is huge, though. He's I like, don't a, care how huge he is. <laughs> This guy has the better voice. Of course he does, because he's oh, thank you. Man, thank you. That means a lot. I appreciate you, man. I, you know, I'm just trying to do what I do and and make great music. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the the big name is to sell it to make bucks. Absolutely. 
but the artistic end of it is you. So how does I would do like to hear that. I like the, the beat. I like the whole thing. But I would like to hear it sung rather than spoken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rap to me is just speaking. It's not singing. Anybody yeah. can rap. With auto-tune, I mean, come on. Yeah. Anybody can rap. So I have a question for you, though, then. so how? Because I like the video. Was that like done like AI before, at the beginning of AI or something? Because like, how did you do that video? Yeah, basically, I hired someone to do that video uh, because the song, we didn't have much time to really throw together to get Wayne in the video. Because uh, when I was doing the song, it came together. Like I said, it took me a year. But Wayne was on tour when the song was released. So I couldn't even really correspond with him to get him in the video. So that's something I'm working on right now is getting the official music video done. Now, with the record Wildcard, Vegas came to my mind. Do you know why? Why? Oh, with all the gambling. Exactly. With the gambling and you hear Wildcard and people playing cards, it's just it has that wild environment. And that's Vegas. And it's upbeat. It's dance. You got Wildcard playoffs. You got Wildcard winner playing card games. And Vegas came to my mind with Wildcard. So what I did was last April, uh, I rented a, a movie studio and I shot and co-directed my music video with the models and dancers. And there's, you know, behind the scenes footage on YouTube. So I shot all that. I got all the footage for that. Now I just got to put it together and get Wayne in there. And then when I release the official music video, probably end of this year or so. Uh, that's, awesome. that's awesome, though. Lil mm -hmm. Wayne's a really cool guy. He's a really cool guy. I, 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 I mean, I, I met him like many, many years ago where he was famous, but not like he is now. You know, yeah. Now he's like at the top of the game, but so, so tell us about the Grammy stuff. Then you went to the Grammys. Did you actually get to go to the Grammys, or did you just go to a bunch of Grammy parties? I went to the Grammys. Uh, I'm a voting member of the Grammys. I've been a, a member of the Grammys for almost 15 years. Um, it was very legendary. You know, the red carpet, the performances. Uh, was it was great. It was it was a moment of history that I brought my DJ too, um, because my DJ um, was very honored to be at the Grammys. I introduced him to a lot of people. Uh, we went to the after party after the Grammys. It was huge. You know, uh, Neo was there. Uh, I met uh, Nicki Minaj, one of her producers. We're talking about doing some music together. It was just, the energy was just phenomenal. Now, pertaining to the Grammys, the weather was a hell of crazy in California. <laughs> oh yeah, it rained the whole time you were here, right? Oh my God, I was searched from head to toe and we had to circle the building. You know, we had, you know, a driver. And we had to circle the building like four or five times because the water was so deep. They had road shut down. It was like El Nino, like windy rain. It was just so crazy, that part. But in the Grammys, it was so lit. Such a great time. Good good energy, good environment. Um, I'm just, I'm happy and thankful to be a part of the Recording Academy. And, and Harvey, the CEO, is, uh, you know, a great person, you know? I don't know I like love it. So like I haven't I've never been to a Grammys. I've been to tons of the parties, but I've never actually been to the actual ceremony. Who was your favorite person that you got to meet this year that you haven't met before? Oh man, there was just there's just so I mean, just so many. You know, I, I everybody's awesome. Everybody. You kind of have a country. You kind of have like a little country, country twang to your voice a little That's, bit. That I get that from Georgia. Okay. Southern, the Southern hospitality. <laughs> yeah, Georgia twangs a lot. Yeah, because Georgia. <laughs> yes, it does. I, I, I like love it. Okay, so let's go back from the movie. First of all, do you put, put any of your music in any of the movies that you've been in, or any of the like independent films? Um, I haven't did that yet. That's something I'm going to hopefully work on this year. You know, getting some sync placements and and getting some film 
placements. That's something I definitely want to do, though. I'm open to it, definitely. Just don't know where to go about to get that done. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So then let's go back to the film thing, because I always like to ask people who are in the acting industry. And uh, uh, So first of all, uh, Bucket List, you've been in all kinds of movies. Bucket List, male and female actor that you would love to work with that you've never uh, worked with before. And number two, if you could have ever been in any movie that's ever been made in history, what movie would you want to be in? Oh, wow. This is this is a tough one. I would love to, man, this is a tough one because I'm in the acting. I would love to, I, I want to work with Mark Wahlberg. I think it would be awesome to work with Mark Wahlberg. I would also like to work with, um, with um, Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio. They're, they're all legendary actors to me. Um, I think it would be great to work with them as well as um, Robert De Niro. Uh, I think they'd be iconic, iconic. What about a female? What's a female a female uh, actress that you think would be like, oh, my God. It doesn't have to be a love interest, just a female actress that you think would be fun to work with. Just a female actress that would be fun to work with. Um, probably like um, uh, Jennifer Aniston or um, – Angelina Jolie. He likes Angelina Jolie. Yeah, Angelina Jolie's too. awesome. Um, but I'm trying to think of the other one. Um, Julia Roberts. Uh, uh, that's a good one for me because Pretty Woman's one of my all-time favorite. One movies. of the yeah. toughest people to work with. Yeah, they say she's tough to work she with. She is one tough bunny, Julia Roberts. You, you would regret it. <laughs> Better you work with Angelina Jolie. He also likes Angelina Jolie. Better. Awesome. And uh, what's the other one that I like? Um, begins with a C. Female blonde hair. Charlie's Theron. Oh. Yeah, Charlie's Theron. That's, my, yep. that's mine. That's my favorite. Like that's the one I would be like. Oh my I would gosh. work with her too. That she's awesome. Her. I think Cameron Diaz is, is. It seems like she's fun to work with as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think she's coming back now. Coming back for where? Well, Cameron Diaz like took took like years and years off. To, she's like married and she wasn't whacking. But I, I think I read something that she's coming back now. You know, because she hasn't made a, a movie in a couple of many years. Um, I love it. Okay, so what movie would you have liked to have been in if you could have ever been in any movie that's ever been made? Oh, 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 oh! This is this is so tough. There's there's <laughs> just too many of them. There's just there's just so many great movies. I mean, the the Departed was a great movie. Yeah, that was um, the movie. The Departed. Um, Goodwill Hunting with with Robin Williams. Oh my God, that was a good movie too. I actually don't like the whole movie that much. I mean, I've seen the whole movie many times, but my but favorite part think. is just when he's like doing the math thing and they're trying to figure out who solved it. You know, how about um, how about um, oh man, this is just a tough one. It's just, it, there's just so many legendary movies out there with, with brilliant actors, you know what I mean? It's just so many of them to choose from, you know what I mean? Because I grew up watching a lot of um, uh, Mark Wahlberg. I grew up watching a lot of Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, movies. Um, What's your favorite Mark Wahlberg movie? My favorite Wal Mark Wahlberg movie? I mean, Contraband was very good. Um, Four Brothers. Yeah, Four Brothers is good. That was a good movie because it had different actors. You know, you had him, you had Tyrese, you had Andre 3000, you know, so that was this. I actually worked with Tyrese because Tyrese was in uh, Tyrese was in Too Fast, Too Furious. Um, and I did the costume design. So I actually like got to work with him. So he was it was very cool. Yeah, I worked with him in um, Furious 7 and in Fast 8. And I, specifically, I loved working with The Rock. I worked with him in 7 and 8. Um, I did a scene. Um, where it was more featured, but it was like me when we were, um, I think Jason Statham was in a jail cell 
That's his favorite is Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah, I worked with Jason Statham. I worked with him multiple times, but on eight, um, I seen the rock on eight from working on seven, and I was actually acknowledged because his bodyguard was there. And I said, I want to go talk to him. His bodyguard put his hand. I was like, no. And I was like, he's like, I but I was like, but I worked with him. He's like, I tell you what, I'll go talk to him for you. And if he puts a thumbs up, you can go talk to him all you want. But if he doesn't, get the hell out of here. Like, right. Jason? No, the rock. Oh, the, the rock. rock. So the rock put his thumbs up and I met his he introduced me to his family. That's right. awesome. He's a good That's guy, man. Very good hard worker. And he don't take no bullshit on a set. I can tell you that right now. Oh, I love that. You know, something happened on a set I don't want to talk about, but I would just tell you that he's not about games. You know what I mean? He's strictly about business and getting the job 20, done. You don't make twenty or twenty-five million dollars a picture by putting up with games. So all right, let's go back to music because we got like four minutes. So yeah. the same question uh instead of uh instead of like who would you like to act with who who would if you were going to go on tour and you could go on tour with any artist living or dead who do you want to go on tour with um uh, i would say dead i would say michael jackson um um and prince That'd be oh, yeah. amazing. um as far as live i think it'd be amazing to go on tour with like uh like justin bieber i think that'd be crazy uh i would like to go on tour with uh uh Man, there's just Drake, so many artists. Like Kid Leroy, like I love Kid Leroy. Kid Leroy, he's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, Drake, um, Madonna. I think she's she's a legend. Um, Taylor Swift, by far. I think Taylor Swift is is a, is a global superstar beyond recognition. Um, I think that would be amazing to you know go on tour with her and even do a collab with her. I think that would be legendary. Uh, I that uh, working with you know stars. Hang on one sec because you're breaking up. I'm not sure what happened. Uh, we can't hear it, but okay. say something. Just say hi or something. Let me see if we can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't know what happened. It went away for a minute. So, all right. So, basically, um, you guys, this is Lucky Harmon. He's in movies. He's got great music. His website is therealluckyharmon.com. Uh, his Instagram is therealluckyharmon. Um, uh, you want to, like, follow him, look out for all the different things that he's got coming up. Do you have any movies coming up that you're going to be taping that you know of or no? Um, I have some movies that I'm co-producing that I'm trying to find investors for. If that's something you know about, we can talk about that. But, yeah, I do have some movies producing. Yep, big, big stuff, A-list actors. Good for you. So do we. We got that shit going on, too, so it's fun. As a matter of fact, we got a movie going on with one of the people that you mentioned, but I can't mention it yet because it's not. Well, that's what's up. Yeah, we got to get <laughs> NDA. Yeah, we're going to work. We're going to work. Some yeah, so so I, you know, yeah. I, I, we'll have to get some NDAs, and I'll send you some stuff over, and we'll, we'll talk some business. And then also, as far as the music, um, you might see me opening for Drake on tour this year. Oh, that would be sweet. Yes, I love sir. it. What's a Drake? Drake. It's a. It's like one of the most famous like hip hop artists in the world. He's oh, it's not awesome. a place. No, oh. no. Drake's a person. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. All right. So we want to thank well, you, Lucky. Yes, when sir. You, when you're 83, and if I'm still around, I'll ask you if you know who the people are that are popular. And you'll say, <laughs> I never heard of them. <laughs> Where, so where are you guys from? Are you guys from L.A.? Are you from Vegas, New York? Where are you from? Palm, Palm we live Springs. in Palm Springs. He's from New York. I'm from Florida. 
Nice. Uh, but we live in Palm Springs, California, but we're actually moving back to the East Coast, hopefully by the end of the year, back to, to New York. Nice. And then awesome. we'll be bi-coastal. We'll be bi-coastal and come back and forth. So you'll be close to me. <laughs> yeah. We basically you know, spend a lot of time because I've got nine movies in development right now. And so once we start filming, we're going to be going all over the place because we're going to Portugal. We're going to Germany. We're wow. going all to Nevada, Georgia, Texas, and New Jersey. So we're going to be like all over the place. Wow. New Jersey. That's where I'm yeah. at. Yeah. Awesome. So it's that cool. So good food in New Jersey. We miss pizza and Chinese food because we don't have Very good pizza good. or Jer Chinese Jersey food. Jersey has good, good uh, Italian food. Yes, so, I love Italian food. Absolutely. In Jersey. Um, it's not New York, but it's just, it's okay. <laughs> right. In the meantime, uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Congratulations on all your success because we got like 30 seconds left. Everybody follow Lucky. Check out all his stuff. We want to thank you. Good luck on the new song. I really like the new song a lot. Congratulations. Getting thank little one. And uh, we'll see you in social media. Yep. Check me out on social media, guys. Follow me on my Spotify, Lucky Harmon, my YouTube, Lucky Harmon. You know, shout out to Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell for having me on the show today. This is uh, great. Lucky. I'm blessed. You guys are amazing. And uh, hopefully, we, you know, we work together this year. Absolutely. Thanks so I'm much, sure Lucky. We we'll see you soon. Take Thank care. you. Take care. Stay out of the rain. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. We and I hope you enjoyed the interview with Rosa. She's just wonderful. I, I'm still starstruck by her, and I never get starstruck. I am just so, like, happy that I, I did that interview. I never watch my interviews, by the way, but that one I'll watch. All right. Guys, thanks so take, much. Take care. We'll see you next week, and I hope I feel better. Bye, you guys. Thanks so much. See ya. In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. So come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show. With Ron Russell.